0: Hey, history fans, if you want a double dose of history, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hi, I'm Holly Fry, and I am sitting in this week for Tracy V. Wilson. It is December 26th, and on this day in 1966, Kwanzaa was celebrated for the first time. Just in case you do not know, Kwanzaa is a seven day pan African holiday, and it's intended to celebrate African family, culture, and community. But it grew out of a really tumultuous time. In a six-day stretch during August of 1965, the predominantly black Los Angeles neighborhood of Watts was devastated by a series of riots which started with a traffic stop that quickly escalated into a massive conflict between police and the neighborhood's residents. By the time the riots ended, 34 people had been killed and another 1,032 injured. 1,000 buildings were destroyed and an estimated $40 million in damages was done. Dr. Maulana Karenga, a faculty member and former chair of Black Studies at California State University at Long Beach, was an activist a year into his doctoral work in African affairs at UCLA at the time. In an effort to rebuild a sense of community, Karenga founded the organization US to encourage cultural unity among African Americans. And under the auspices of US, Karenga organized Black Power rallies and also created the idea of Kwanzaa. The first week-long Kwanzaa celebration began on December 26th of 1966. And Karenga is a controversial figure. He was born Ronald McKinley Everett in 1941, and he took the name Maulana, which means master teacher in Swahili, and Karenga, which means keeper of tradition in the same language, while he was working on his doctorate. He has come under criticism from a variety of quarters. His past as an activist has been characterized as extremist. His organization, Us, was in conflict with the Black Panthers in the 1960s, which often led to violence, sometimes lethal. The FBI investigated Us and the Black Panthers, and in 1968, FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover called both the Black Panther Party and Us Black extremist groups. Hoover also felt that the Panthers and Us needed to be kept divided to prevent a union between them which would consolidate power. In 1971, Karenga fell into conflict with his own colleagues in the US organization. Also that year, he was convicted and served time for felonious assault and imprisonment in a case which involved the torture of two women who witnesses said Karenga believed to be plotting against him. Karenga has consistently denied any involvement with this incident. He was released in 1975. In relation to Kwanzaa, Karenga has also been criticized, in that case for allowing it to become a commercial holiday, in conflict with the ideals of celebrating and exploring African identity and community. But despite the criticisms leveled against its creator, in the decades since its inception, Kwanzaa has become part of millions of people's holiday celebrations around the world, It is, at this point, bigger than its creator, and it has become associated with finding and celebrating joy and pride in African heritage and traditions. Harvest celebrations from a variety of African cultures, including Ashanti and Zulu, have inspired and informed the practices of the holiday. The name for Kwanzaa comes from the phrase Matunda ya Kwanzaa, which translates from the Swahili to first fruits. Words in Swahili were specifically chosen for the holiday because it is a language spoken by a large number of people and the language is not connected to any specific region or tribe in Africa. Karenga has described it as a non-ethnic tongue. Each of Kwanzaa's seven days of celebration from December 26th to January 1st is dedicated to one of the seven principles of Kwanzaa called Nguzo Saba. Those principles are unity, self-determination, collective responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. As any holiday, there are variations in the way Kwanzaa is celebrated from home to home and community to community. But for most, a candle is lit each night in a candle holder called a kinara, often by a child, and then there is discussion focused on the principle related to that day. On December 31st, the final night of Kwanzaa, there is a feast called a karamu. And the final day, January 1st, is one of reflection. Thanks to Eves Jeffcoat for research on this episode and for Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays doing their amazing sound work on it. You can always subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tomorrow, we will have a story of sobriety and a little bit of violence.